are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. John Ackerman with me as always, Tom Edwards and Mike Lara. And if you've been with us for the last few episodes, uh, we've been focusing on outdoor things, external things, fun things, creative things, and not that we're done with that, but honestly, we thought it might be good to take a a little shift and move indoors. Uh, Not so much inside the house per se, but into the the inner reality, uh, into the heart, into just what's going on on the inside. Uh, Because that's honestly a space that doesn't get a lot of airtime in uh, in most places, and in many cases, it doesn't come up in you know lots of conversations that we get to have one on one with folks. And so we just felt like this might be a good place to park for a couple episodes and, and see what comes up. Um, so along those lines, if you caught um, the few episodes that we did prior to this most recent set, we walked you through sort of the mission and the vision of Strong Towers and. After about three years of doing this, we decided it might be a good idea to codify some of this and actually put down on paper and and put into words some of the things that have sort of been operating in the background, but have never been fully fleshed out. And so some of the things that that we really tried to emphasize was at the core of what we do at Strong Towers, um, in addition to our catchy slogan about building up and becoming strong, that really what we're after with that is building up and becoming strong through a life with God, uh, through being an being very intentional about not only our faith, but our faith in community, you know, a shared brotherhood, a shared purpose of folks that are not only like-minded, but more importantly, actually far more importantly, that are like-hearted, that are interested in pursuing a life with God, not just a life of believing in God, not just a life of being part of the club of people that acknowledge God, but genuinely desiring to walk with God. Um, and to do that both in our personal life and to do that in our friendships and close relationships and to do that in a way that invites God to be exactly who he says he is, which is so much bigger than anything we could ask for or even imagine, which means that's going to come with it a fair amount of adventure, a fair amount of the unexpected, the, the surprising. And as part of that adventure and as part of that surprise there's a lot of time that we actually need to invest in discovering who we are um, at a very deep internal level. Uh, the, the truth of who we are, the truth of who God says we are, not just corporately, not just collectively as humanity, but very personally, very new, uniquely you, me, Tom, Mike. Um, and so we're going to spend a little bit of time on that in an upcoming episode. Uh, but for today, we just we wanted to get again, very personal. And so we're not going to preach and we're not going to teach, or at least I'm going to try really hard not to teach, but it's an occupational hazard. It's something that you can fall into. Um, but wanted to just have a, a conversation amongst the three of us of what is it looking like right now, currently, present day, the last few weeks, walking with God in your life. Again, not, not what are you believing, not what church message have you heard, but you and God, what's that looking like? Uh, you know, where are you feeling close and where are you not? You know, what are the kinds of things lately that are, that are making you feel connected and like the two of you are moving together? Um, and maybe where have you been avoiding some places? So 
that's that's the the conversation in a nutshell uh, sort of free-flowing not a lot of structure but just an intentional deep dive into what's going on in the relationship that each of the three of us believes honestly matters more than any other so with that said guys how are you doing with god lately yeah i feel like this is one of those questions that always makes me think back over the last whatever period of time and try to discount myself um but then also at the same time just makes me hopeful um so i get really frustrated because i feel like this is an area that uh my busyness should not change the way that I am walking with God and the time that I'm spending with him. And mm-hmm. yet I so often find myself being caught up in, I'm so busy. I don't have time for this. Right. Um, and honestly, it's been a season uh, like that recently for me. Um, but one of the things that I love about being on this journey with him and uh, cultivating this relationship with him is how often uh, God just surprises me with something. Um, And just in the last week or so, um, kind of like a one-two punch of of things happened um, that was just him like, hey, I'm there, uh, you know, let's let's get back together kind of thing um and so uh one of those was uh was actually the conversation that we had with our tuesday night group um a week or so ago where um you know we we've had this conversation several times over like basically where are we going what are we doing what you know what does this group look like which i think is reasonable and healthy for any group that has been together for a while and um done life together and and experienced shifts in in pace of life and and whatnot um to just kind of recenter um and i just went into this last round of that conversation uh almost with a sense of foreboding of what the result of the conversation was going to be. And as I started to dig into like, man, why do I feel so down about having this conversation? Um, God just pointed out to me, like you, you don't know what you are going to be without this group. Uh, and that's uh, obviously like I have identity pieces outside of the group and, and all of that kind of thing. Um, but specifically like the, the group that we've been involved in has been a huge anchor for my Christian walk for the last major chunk of my life. And, um, and so it just started to bring up all kinds of old stuff about, um, you know, not believing that I was good enough or knew enough Bible or prayed enough or on my own. And that uh, raising these questions about the group and its purpose and um, whether we were going to keep doing things in the same way um, was just putting that all back on myself. And so that came up, uh, like I said, a week or so ago. And then just the other night, we got a text from a friend. Uh, whose daughter ended up in the hospital and I just 
was wrestling with all of this stuff that we've struggled with friends and with ourselves in, um, you know, all the friends that we have that have had multiple miscarriages and, um, you know, parenting struggles and job struggles and, and, uh, you know, extended family issues and like all of these things that we have gotten to be a part of because we're living life with these people that are going through them and we're, we're going through them, uh, ourselves. Um, and just, you know, basically asking God, why, why is this what's happening right now? Um, and feeling a sense of reassurance Mm. in that conversation of yes, things are hard, but I'm here. And when things are hard, I'm waiting for you to come and, uh, you know, and I will embrace you and we can walk through it together. And those two things kind of like just bookended, I feel like where I've been at in this season Mm -hmm. of, I have some struggles, I have some wrestles, things are not easy. Yes. It's been very busy and still God is there and he's waiting for me. And, uh, you know, I felt like it was a reassurance in that particular situation that I was praying for specifically with our friend, um, but also in a bigger sense, a reassurance for me and, and honestly, a reinvigoration for me um, just in the last couple of days of, um, you know, not I have to do these things, but I get to do these things. I've, mm. I've been invited to do these things and why would I waste that opportunity no tom i think i'm 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 struck back i'll be honest with you man just sitting here listening to um just how vulnerable you're being, right? And and in the situation where we've talked about this type of uh, vulnerability on the show before, and it just it just you know it's it's a real moment to even reevaluate my original response to this to this question, right? I mean, it's even as I'm sitting here in my seat thinking about you know the easy answer, the way to say, hey, you know, this is you know this is where I'm focusing on on more of my walk. Um, it's 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 kind of. Um, you know, I'm taking back a little bit and having to re-evaluate, you know, what, what am I focusing in on, right? What, what is it about me that I'm truly trying to understand in this time in, 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 in my life, right? Because very similar to you, I have been, um, I think full stride 2022, I felt like, you know, Things started to open up, and I'm not just being like political and and, and pandemic wise, but things started to to open up for me in different areas, whether that was work or personal life, and and even spiritually for me as far as like trying to uh, you know be more um, like trying to understand and know God more, um, and 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 busyness. It, it's easy to say the busyness kind of you know took some balance out of my life and I keep waiting for that day that I can say hey let let me get to that Monday or let me get to that end of the month and let me get there and then I can reassess where I'm at in life um but it is the busyness and and that's something that I have to you know um remind myself that that busyness whether it's not like 
not as busy for a season, it, it will come another time that it, I'm going to be busy, right? There's going to be another time where um, stuff hits the fan and I need to be prepared in a way um, now and all times as I'm getting to those moments, right? And so like I'm reminded yeah. there was there was a movie I watched. Uh, it was like a documentary um, uh one of the I forget his name now, but it was it was it was a movie about men and and, and Christianity and 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 one of the uh, one of the pastors on the on the on the episode his his wife had passed away suddenly and he was left at home with with his like three or four daughters and as he's leaving the hospital room he goes into like a a, a small huddle with his girls and just starts praising and worshiping God. And I often think to myself, like, where would I be in that situation, right? Like, would I be upset? Would I be yelling? Would I not have an answer for my kids? Um, and so when I think about where I'm at now with my wanting to be connected more and wanting to figure out where I am with that walk, it's it's how will I handle stressful situations when those times come? Right. And I think that's where, that's where I'm trying to reevaluate is, am I prepared for those stressful situations? And if I'm not, what steps do I need to take to be prepared, to be ready, to be, um, able to take, um, the, I don't want to say the appropriate road, but I guess the, the, uh, the walk that I should take as a man of God. Right. And so, um, again, man, I think your answer has really just <laughs> made me kind of sit back and reevaluate where, where I'm at. And, and, uh, and so I appreciate that, man. I really do. Yeah. And I think that was really the heart of what we were getting after or hoping to get after with this episode was again, not preaching and not teaching and not telling other people what they should be doing, but really just sort of a, a heart check on how we're doing. Um, and not that there's a right and not that there's a wrong and certainly not that there's a place where you're supposed to be. Uh, because I think that's that's one of the, the great deceptions. Mm -hmm. Anytime you really attempt to live a life with God is that you're supposed to be any place other than where you are yeah. right now yeah. at this moment. Um, and yet there's also constant invitation into more um, and not performing nor not performing more, not doing more, but just there's more, right? As in any other relationship, you know, uh, my wife and I are getting ready to head out of town this weekend uh, to celebrate our anniversary. And, you know, after 11 years of marriage, 13 years together, I mean, the, the one thing I know is there's more, right? There, there's still more for us to discover about what this relationship can look like even after 11 slash 13 years. And that's the thing that I think I'm, I'm very cognizant of at the moment with God as well. Um, you know, so speaking of, of anniversaries and milestones, I, I turned 40 in a couple of months. And Tom, you've already blazed the trail into that decade for us. Um, but I was just, I was thinking back that my journey with God really started when I was 29. Um, you know, at the age of five, like I, I believed in the idea of God, um, just, you know, very generically big, powerful, divine being. And you know, by the time I was in elementary school or middle school, I, I would have nominally identified with the word Christian, but there wasn't a lot of significance to that in my life. And I went to a Christian college, not because of faith, but because of scholarship. 
and really lived the majority of my life up to the age of 27 trying to be as self-sufficient as I could, um, both from other people and from whoever God might be. And it, it wasn't until I was 27 that that way of living fundamentally failed me. Um, and I finally found myself in need for the first time in my life. And really at the age of, so at 27, I feel like a personal relationship with God began. And at 29, I really discovered, you know, somebody showed me the depth of, or at least a glimpse into the depth of what might be possible with God. And so the last decade of my life has really been the most influential, the most substantial, uh, the most transformational decade of my life, um, not only in my spirituality, but because of that in every other facet. And I was just, I was, I'm beginning to reflect on that, you know, so got another two months of 39 that I'm just enjoying. And, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking ahead and our friend Morgan Snyder that we had on, what was that, over a year ago now, um, somewhere in the COVID blur. And, you know, one of the things that Morgan talked about was his decade of excavation that he took in his 30s, that he realized that to become the kind of man he wanted to be, and as he so often says, to become the kind of man in whom God can entrust more of his kingdom. It wasn't going to take a whole bunch of book learning. It wasn't going to take going to seminary. It wasn't going to take upping his involvement in church activities. It was going to take a decade of solid excavation below the surface, below the waterline, pick your metaphor, into really discovering the core of who Morgan was. And more importantly, discovering at the core who God meant Morgan to be. And that really became the impetus for Morgan creating Become Good Soil, which we've become huge fans of. Um, in no small part because that idea of a decade of excavation really resonated with me. And where I find myself right now walking with God is after a decade of what I believe to be very intentional, genuine, heartfelt excavation. I mean, I've... I've tried to walk that road as best I know how. What I'm discovering is that all of that has led me to the precipice of my 40s and the realization that there is so much more. And not that I fell short, not that I didn't do enough, but everything that I did and everything that I've learned and everything that I've experienced has brought me to the beginning of something. The beginning of something that I didn't know was there a decade ago that I couldn't have known any other way. But I'm just now discovering I'm, I'm on the front edge of something. I'm not comfortably into the middle of something. I'm on the front edge of something new that I didn't know was there. That, that God and I are going to be able to get even closer. That I'm going to get to see God do things in me and through me that I couldn't have envisioned a decade ago. And that I still have a problem conceptualizing, but I now recognize, you know, the initial problem for all of us is we don't know what we don't know. I'm now at the place where I'm discovering I know what I don't know. <laughs> and now I want to go learn it. Mm. I want to go experience it, more importantly. Yeah. That's... That's where I find myself with God lately is sort of on the cusp of something when my initial thoughts would have been, but I, I can't be on the cusp of something. I, I've been doing it. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's honestly, it's a really cool place to be. 
it, yeah, I think what you both, John and Mike, are teasing out is the idea that this is journey, right? Like, Mike, you're you're coming from the the place of this is how I want to be able to show up if X happens in my life. And I know that that's not going to happen unless I have built a habit and, and a way of living that's pointing me in that direction. And, you know, John, kind of the same thing. You know, you're looking back at the last 10 years and then forecasting the next 10 of I can only imagine what this is going to look like. Right. And so there's this journey that we get to be a part of as we walk with God and and as we establish the kind of relationship with him that we're talking about. And I feel like one of the traps that we fall into is at at feeling like at some point I should arrive. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That at some point I'm done. I, I know enough. I can quote X amount of scripture. You know, I, I go to church most Sundays, you know, that there, there should be some marker of, Okay, I finished that, check the box, and now I can go on and, and do my other things mm-hmm. instead of this is it's actually something that like I am intentionally planning to engage with forever mm-hmm. and grow in forever. Yeah. yeah. I I feel like another one of the shifts that I've had lately. <clears throat> Um, it's about six months ago. I was just, you know, Tom, you were talking about some of those places of questioning or even frustration. Like, why is this happening? I don't understand, you know, sorts of things. And, and I was very much in that same sort of place. And I, I was recognizing, it took me a little bit, and actually God had to help show me, that I had gotten to the place where I had said, all right, God, you know what? I'm on, I'm on board to, to this level. I'm going to do things for you. I, I am on I'm on team God, you know, what you want, I want. But I'm not gonna do things with you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do things for you, but I'm not gonna do things with you. Because there's just there's a piece of you that I feel like I don't trust yet. There's a piece of you that I feel like maybe you're not gonna come through for me when I want you to or in the way that I want you to, because of course I have the right to dictate both of those terms. Mm. <laughs> and you know, especially if I do more things for you than you know, then you should reciprocate. And it, it was a it was a difficult stretch mm. for a little bit, and I found myself less and less inclined to want to genuinely walk with God, mm. and was far more comfortable just walking in the general vicinity of God. And and it it was it felt like one of those necessary places of struggle in order to determine, am I really willing to go further with this? Or is this as far as I'm willing to go? Yeah. Um, this level of connection, this level of depth, <clears throat> this, you know, this level of engagement. And almost had to experience the lack in order to recognize the ache for more and mm. to be willing to push through that frustration and that confusion mm. and honestly that heartache um, to get to the place of... No, what, what I really do want more than anything else is I want with. Mm. I want with. Yeah. And, and I will sacrifice whatever it takes to have more of with. Yeah. Um, but I just, 
I had I had to get there. I had to get there in an internal place, not in a theological place, not in a cognitive space, not in a book, but just I, I had to be willing to decide what it was that I valued and what I was willing to sacrifice. Mm. And it was a really good experience to come through. It was a really not enjoyable experience to be in the midst of, um, because honestly, I, this may sound weird. I missed my friend. Mm. I missed mm. my friend, God, during a lot of those six months where I was really sort of giving him the Heisman stiff arm, um, but still wanting to be on the team. Mm. And he was so kind in his invitation to not stiff arm me back, mm. which he never does, but it <laughs> often feels like sometimes he'd be more than justified. Um, but to give me the space and the time to sort of work through where I felt like I was to realize this, this really is what I want more than anything else is, is I want with. And so let's, yeah. let's do with. Yeah. You know, what's funny is <clears throat> I'm reminded of it even, even more so tonight, but you know, we've, we've had this conversation in the past about how not all our journeys and not all our walks are going to, are going to look the same. Right. And the hard part about that is to not fall into like the comparison type you know, trap, right? And I think in the past, um, and and I'll blame this on immaturity or even the fact that I came to to God later in life, right? I was I was in my mid twenties, right? And so, you know, a lot of the the basic, you know, habits and and things that have been formed by by children who have grown up, you know, knowing God from from a very early age, right? Getting baptized at like six and and having these experiences early, um, for me it was a different road, right? It was a different path for me to get there. Um, you know, I hate to use the term "fake it till you make it," but you know, there was sometimes where I would show up to church and look left and right and see, oh, hey, look, that's how this person is worshiping. That's maybe that's how I should be doing it, or hey, this is you know on the Sunday Sunday group or Tuesday night group, this is how this person is experiencing God I should be doing that too and I think it was about eight months ago maybe even maybe even almost a year now right time's been going by so fast that we took a pause in our in our group and we started saying hey let's come back to the table and and share how we are experiencing God right there is no right or wrong answer there is no um you know uh black and white a and b how you choose to do it or how you are experiencing it is your experience right and it's how 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 you know we're stepping forward into that and it took a it took a big step for me to to realize at that point that um what i truly felt at the time wasn't very very what everybody else was feeling or it was almost like a different type of of a feeling and i and i had to actually go back to square one and and i credit and i do this a lot but the fact that I'm still trying to teach my my boys how to be men of God. And so I went back to square one and said, if I want to have this intimate relationship, like John, you mentioned going away on your on your on your fortieth or your on your wedding anniversary and, and being able to, to to know what you know you have in store in this relationship, for me it was almost like a step back saying, I want to know God more in a sense that I want to know his character more. I want to know his, 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 you know, what is he about? How does he react in situations? How is he about this? And so for me, it went back. I think for me, it was more of a, of a learning style sense. And so, you know, I've, I've been really, um, trying to get more into scripture. I've been really trying to get more into like joining my wife and she's been doing this like Bible recap yearly thing. And, and I'm, I'm reading things and seeing things differently than I had in my twenties. Right. And understanding God in a different way for me, um, 
that I don't think I fully understood or comprehended when I was well, a little bit younger and kind of maybe I would even say, I don't say, you know, created a, 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 a false God, but you know, a God that I was like, okay, this is, this is how God's going to do this or how this is how God's going to react. And, and so I, I appreciate, and I look forward to the moments where I can experience the God that I'm learning about now more so in my forties than the God that I thought I was experiencing in my thirties and not saying that it was a different God. I'm not saying that at all, but the, the, my understanding of the situation, my understanding of the things that were happening, um, I think were, were different than I'm going to experience them now. Um, as I continue to approach this next season of trying to, for me, trying to learn more about, you know, who God is, you know, through the word. Um, and again, I, I, I say that all because I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't want to say going back to square one, but I feel like I'm having to reestablish a lot of the habits. I'm starting to reestablish some of the ideas, some of the things that I, I don't think I fully comprehended, um, trying to jump on the treadmill at, at, at level 10 when I, sh- when I was trying, should have been trying to learn how to walk. Right. Um, and so, so I love listening to how you're experiencing God and, 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 part like I look forward to being able to understand myself more and understand more about how I react in situations um and and all I can tell myself is I have I think six months behind you until I turn 40 so I hope I'm a fast learner and I can get to that time (laughs) quick (laughs) well I think you're on to something with the diminishment right it's it's hard to do this kind of thing in community, yeah, which is also one of our pillars, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, get over that instinct to compare ourselves or measure ourselves right. against the people around us. Uh, and I think, you know, what came out of both of your guys' really stories is a laying down of expectation. Mm-hmm. It's not a, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a, this is where I should be, or this is what I should be doing. But both of you were relaying like a, this is what I expect God to be doing or how I expect him to be acting. And, um, at least for me, so much of this walk has been, like I said at the beginning, like I I feel like just often being surprised. Mm you know god just and that's um you know moments in time and don't define the relationship but just how often i'm surprised by what god does and uh one of the hardest things to do is to not keep him in a box mm-hmm. and limit him based on our expectations of how we've learned him when we were younger or you know the the latest uh podcast series that we've been listening to on on faith or theology or um you know but how do i truly just like i would with any other relationship remove expectation and let that other person show me who they are and that's hard, man. That's really hard. And it feels like we get the chance to peel back those layers 
one at a time and maybe more slowly than other people around us. Um, but that, that's a piece of it being a journey, right? So I feel like we talked about going on this journey and I don't know that we actually got anywhere significantly in the conversation, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but I think the invitation is there, right? To just wherever you are, whatever your background in faith is, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're excited about right now. God is there to engage in that. Um, and that that's, that's one of the things again about, you know, my own story right now being reinvigorated is God is, is big. Like he is a big God and he can take all of those things, the highs, the lows, the, the anger, the frustration, the elation. Um, and so, yeah, this is, this is an invitation to more, like John said, uh, and wherever you can find that, however you can pursue that, we believe you're not going to regret that decision. Uh, <clears throat> and so if that's hanging out with us more, uh, and, and listening to, to some of the podcasts uh, that we've done in the past or, or sticking with us for the future, we appreciate that. And we love that. Obviously, um, if it's digging into some resources that we've pointed out along the way, that's awesome too. Um, but number one has to be where, where are you at walking with God and, and how do you get more of that wherever you're starting from, wherever you've been, how do you get more of that? And so reach out, let us know if, if we can help, uh, we would, we would love to do that and point people in, in directions. Um, if, if you have, uh, a story of, of what your walk has looked like, we'd love to hear that too. So hit us up on Facebook, uh, Instagram, you can find us and we'll be back here again for another strong towers podcast. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strong towers for your chance to score some strong tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see you back here real soon.